Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Us older people. It's not the IG to us. IG? What the hell is that? Sounds like a store. Anyways, uh, and watch us on YouTube. We are on YouTube. And listen to us on Anchor or wherever you get your podcasts. We are out there. And we are here tonight to talk about the World Series. And those... That team from Houston that that won uh, a world title, a World Series title here. As you can tell, I'm really, really excited about talking about the yeah. Astros. I'll have we to, gotta give them their due. I have to uh, control. Would you mind my, to introduce me first? Control my language, of course. <laughs> and yes, the other voice you hear on the other side of the screen, or see on the other side here. See, I'm getting everything mixed up. Is Mike? How the heck are you, Dave? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, beautiful fall weather in upstate New York. We're coming to you recording on Election Day. Get out there and vote. Um, if you're hearing this after Election Day, which you will be, because it won't be up until after. Uh, <laughs> hope you did vote, and if you didn't, shut your mouth until next year when you can vote. Uh, yep. No participation does not give you access to griping so that's my political political statement no matter what side of the aisle you're on but dave what the aisle side well said i agree is the houston astros uh they own us as yankee fans there's nothing we can say right now correct Uh, i'd love to complain about their cheating and dusty baker being best friends with bill cosby and uh, you know other nuanced stuff like that but uh, they came out and they dominated this World Series after that first game day where the Phillies won and over t- in extra innings. In overtime, yeah. yeah, I got football on the brain. Uh-huh. Um, that game, the first game of the series, was a, uh, an epic battle back and forth by itself. It was his own series. You know, Houston goes up early, 5 nothing. Philly battles back, ties the game, and then we're in a tense situation. Uh, and then Rio Melto hits the home run in the top of the 10th, and we still got to get six more outs before that game's actually over. Um, what, that was a great baseball game, no matter who you're rooting for. And because, you know, it ended in the Phillies with a dramatic win, um, I just thought it was a tremendous baseball game all the way around. Um, had all the drama, good defense, timely hitting, Timely pitching, um, you know, manager's decisions, all of that stuff, all in one game. So uh, I was hoping the whole series would be like that. What do you have any thoughts on the first game? No, and I, I agree. I think after that, everybody kind of felt that way. Um, I think people really were kind of expecting the Astros to just kind of roll uh, the Phillies. And that didn't necessarily happen. Um, but this first game really made you think, oh, this is actually going to be a good world series. Um, you know, and it didn't look that way early on because like you said, the Phillies got down five, nothing, um, the Verlander, first 20 years to win after trailing by five in a world series game. Yep. Crazy. You get yep. Verlander out there who's, you know, throws up another clunker, um, who, and at that point ends up unbelievable stat that. Uh, after game one, Justin Verlander's 
0-7 in the World Series with an ERA north of five and closer to six. Uh, He'd just not been good in the World Series. And you think about Verlander and all these great moments that he's had. Uh, None of them have come in the World Series uh, after game one. So, yeah, you had to figure. I still would rather have him on my roster. Yeah. Frankly. Well, yeah. And, you know, what what can you say? I mean, he's won so many big games, just not on the biggest stage. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So then you you get to game two um, with Valdez pitching. Who's just, my gosh, the guy's just been lights out. Um, No two ways around it. And he does exactly that, Mike. And he six and a third, four hits, just one run, the nine strikeouts uh, and three walks. And, you know, the Astros look a lot more like the Astros in this game and, and end up, you know, winning five to two, uh, a significant piece that I think that I will tease out a little bit is Zach Wheeler. Um, and he kind of gets, you know, knocked around a bit, but mm-hmm. pitches only five innings and, and only 69 pitches. So, right. No, that's a yeah. good point. And, and this game had the feel of, and we see it in the regular season more after a big game and, you know, the game one drama back and forth, just just felt like a Houston came out, handled their business and Philly got complacent because I, and I hate this. Uh, I hate it when the Yankees say, Hey, when any team says, Oh, we got our split on the road. You won the first game, put the hammer down and get them in game two. I mean, going home up two Oh, and as we would see, you know, it would have made a huge difference for Philly, but I just felt like it was like, all right, we got our win for Philly. Yeah. And they came out flat early. And, mm-hmm. and it happens. I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, Robbie Thompson and the, and the coaching staff knew that it would happen, but it just does. It's just, you know, they're human beings. So, uh, yeah. Good point, though, you know, that uh, Houston comes out and just handles their business and, and, and um, Wheeler wasn't vintage wheeler by any means no no and they you know switched things around to give him an extra day um you know and so started nola in game one instead of wheeler you know they were making comments about his uh velocity and and whatnot um i don't know i I, some of it i saw i mean his velocity looked fine um in the series but yeah he he just did not pitch well, uh, Astros got three runs off of them in the first inning. And that's, you know, that's the tough part with the Astros. Their pitching is so good uh, to be down so quickly in the first inning. Right. Sure, you've got, you know, eight more, you know, eight more innings, eight more chances, if you will. But you don't want to be down three nothing right away like that and have your arguably your best pitcher getting getting smashed around early. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, like you said, they were down early in the first three, nothing. And, but still kind of was a battle. And then, you know, when Bregman hits the home run in the fifth, uh, yeah. a two run shot to center. And that was all she wrote. You know, that was a nice high fastball and he just jacked it dead center. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful right-handed swing that guy has, you know, uh, he's just, uh, just a pure baseball player, you know, grew up idolizing Derek Jeter mm-hmm. and it shows in his game. Um, and he's one of the players on this Astro team. Uh, I wish wasn't on the Astros cause I'd like to like 
you know the type of player he is but yeah. uh no he he you know just con- the consistency out of their core too uh, is amazing here you know we saw in the first Danny Alvarez you know he he's a stud it's a double uh the rookie Peña who you know they discovered uh, Pena playing at the University of Maine, Dave. It wasn't like this kid was. That, that's how good this <laughs> that uh, hotbed of baseball right. <laughs> uh, right. talent that comes out of the state of Maine. Right. Um, so, yeah, just a, a solid Houston win. Uh, anything more on those two Houston games, Dave? No, nope. I think we're um, ready to move to Philly. And then, of course, you have the rain out. Um, on Halloween, so they end mm-hmm. up pushing all the games back and pushing the the off day then to Friday. Um, instead, everyone said, "Oh, it helps the Phillies. They get Ranger Suarez back on the mound. They're going to get an extra day rest for every, you know all their pitching." Um, you know, the, the postponement helped the Phillies. Well, no one told them. Um, I mean, the Phillies, what, first of all, what a great home atmosphere before even the first pitch was thrown. That place yeah. was rocking uh, as raucous a crowd as you'd see. Mm-hmm. Uh, seemed positive. I didn't see them, you know, Philly fans have a certain reputation. They certainly know, do. We, rightfully so. Throwing snowballs at Santa Claus, cheering Michael Irvin's death, you know, those kinds yeah. of things. Uh, there's a jail right in the football stadium to handle all the problems. Um, but really, what a great atmosphere for Philadelphia and good for them. And, and at this point, Dave, on Tuesday, they're riding high. You know, they got the Eagles are undefeated, about to take on the Houston Texans. Uh, how ironic is that, that Philly and Houston uh, schedule lines up for the World Series where they're playing each other? That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, they were. I, I heard. Uh... Peter King today um, talking and talking with the Mad Dog and and they had put out there what would have happened. Uh, so this um, the game against the Texans was the same night as game five. And they were right. saying, what would they have done if they were playing that game in Philadelphia? And if you don't oh know all of this, um, the baseball and the football stadium share a parking lot. And so that would have been, yeah. And even Peter King was like, uh, I'll I don't take know it a step do. further. What if the social game five? What if the Phillies clinched at home that night while there was a football game across the parking lot and yeah. the Eagles stayed undefeated? Yeah. That we wouldn't have, we'd be rebuilding the city of Philadelphia yeah. today. Yeah. So we'd it was, be it saying, is, hashtag, we can, we can rebuild. Yep. Um, <laughs> it is very interesting to think about. Uh, what was presented was you do the football game earlier in the day because it's, it's more yeah, finite. Do, right. um, the baseball could go 16 innings or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, just the whole thing. It's crazy to think about, but anyways, uh, on to game three, as Mike was talking about the atmosphere is electric and the Phillies um, just feed right off of that. And uh, if you watch this, uh, the colors that how he was tipping his pitches with his glove and his, his leg kick and all this kind of stuff. Anyways, he gives up five home runs, uh, and the Phillies a whole just, handful. Yeah. yeah. The whole handful. Um, and the Phillies just fly in this game, uh, kind of like the Eagles and that's their fly Eagles fly. Um, 
seven to nothing, seven <laughs> to nothing. Um, and yeah, you know, just a home run fest off of yeah. McCullers, most ever in the World Series, given up by pitcher five. Um, I like the little cheeky uh, uh, Harper whis- whispered something to Bone before he went to, uh, up to hit, yep. and then they asked Bone after the game, and he refused to. Yep. Uh, give up the info and that's exactly right just, do, yeah. we don't need to know we we basically know you told them what you said about the tipping of the sure pitch. sure well we and harper the exact words said the same thing that's look we saw something and when your teammates you know you yep. talk about it and that's it i'm not going to tell you what it was and and all of that but yeah um yep. just you know it's the you know the eagles my gosh and the phillies are <laughs> are are you know, on top of the world, it's their first home game. Everybody's been talking about oh the, the crazy atmosphere and, and they get, they get exactly that. And they went seven to nothing. And you're thinking, wow, this is going to be interesting. But now what the I'm heck? Thinking, are... Wow. This is going to happen. Philadelphia yeah. is on a roll right yeah. now, but yep. you know, all sports teams are on a roll. Well, except for the Sixers, which is fine. Um, but <laughs> fat James Harden's out again. Um, yeah, and the 180 the next night was, Dave. Um, by the middle innings, it was a Morgan there. Yeah. Because the Houston Astros come out and throw a combined no-hitter, four pitchers, Christian Javier, Abreu, Montero, and Presley uh, close it out. Only the second ever no-hitter in World Series history behind Don Larson. Third no-hitter in playoff history with uh, Roy Halladay. Right. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, throwing one. Um, so a tremendous uh, accomplishment. And uh, as far as this World Series goes, is exactly what Houston could have ordered up. The best thing they could have done is throw a no hitter the next night after all that momentum mm-hmm. and the home atmosphere being down 2 1. Uh, and uh, they come out and boy, it was impressive, uh, especially Javier. I think. You know, uh, he flies under the radar so much, Dave, especially because he's so young. And uh, but the movement on his pitches, I I can't believe his record isn't better. He was eleven and nine this season, uh, and I, I'm totally shocked. He had nine strikeouts and two walks in this game. Uh, Abreu gets three more strikeouts. They strike out a total fourteen times in twenty-seven at bats, and uh, that powerful Phillies lineup is just silenced and the entire series is set on the deer with this game. Yeah. What did anything else there? Or? No, no. I mean, that's, you know, it says it all. I, um, it, you know, it is a combined no hitter, so it doesn't, it doesn't carry the same weight as it does if it's one pitcher going through the lineup all of those times, but it doesn't change the fact that I think Mike, you said it exactly the Astros dialed up exactly what they needed after, after the, the blowout really in game three, right. they needed, they needed to bounce back. Did it need to be a no hitter? No, but. A domination. Yeah. Yep. They dominated for sure. Yep. And, and, and the yeah. Astros have a penchant for these combined no hitters. They did it to the Yankees earlier. Mm-hmm. And, and a few years ago, they did it to the Yankees. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So through the midst of time, I agree with you that this no hitter won't stand with Don Larson, but no. um, still a, a good accomplishment, obviously, and great accomplishment for the Astros in this series. Uh, 
And then so they go to game five, and, and here comes Justin Verlander again, our old friend, uh, Dave, but he was channeling a different Verlander uh, in this game because he looked tremendous. Uh, do you have any juicy stats for us there on him? Or I yeah, I mean, it, he did, you know, just the five innings, which, you know, is is fine. You know, 94 yep. pitches. Uh, four hits, just the one run, uh, six strikeouts, four walks. So, you know, uh, he, he gets, okay, so he, I used the word tremendous a minute ago. Maybe I was a little over. Yeah, maybe a little bit, um, okay. but he, uh, he, he gets, he gets the job done, right? right? He gives them five innings. They only give up a run. Now you're thinking here you are as, as a, a Phillies fan, or Phillies players, and now you've gone 14 innings and you only have, you know, one run in the 14 Oof. innings. And, you know, you're starting to starting to press it. You, you know, you mentioned the strikeouts, 12 more strikeouts for uh, Phillies players in this game. Uh, yeah. I just, you know, and then it's, and it's their bullpen, you know, I mean, yep. they, they did get to Montero for a run, um, you know, in the eighth there, but no, it was Houston was locked on Phillies. Bullpen yeah. wasn't bad either because Syndergaard only went three innings, uh, but he gave up all three of the runs. Um, two of them were earned, you know, they're including a home run. That's what, you know, Thor does. Um, but the Phillies bullpen, you know, held it down too and kept them in the game. This mm-hmm. couldn't hit, you know, to see this team two games in a row back to back stifled. Uh, at the plate really was something uh, impressive by the Astros. And uh, after this game, I felt like the series was over. And that's easy to say because game five is, if it's tied, obviously the most pivotal game in the series. And um, I just never felt like even going back to Houston, like, you know, Phillies just were done. They could just tell their body language. They were just shocked. Uh, rightfully so, I think. What, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that definitely is the feeling there. Um, but, uh, you know, too, you're a Phillies fan. You have Zach Wheeler pitching game six. Yep. Um, you have to feel fairly confident. Again, going back to that, he only threw 69 pitches in game two. Uh, you're, you would think that you're going to use him as much as you can because right. he's not going to pitch again this year. So literally, right. Game six, you know, he's going to leave it all out there. I mean, this is what I'm thinking. He's going to leave it all out there, and and that's going to be the case. But that's not what happened. So the, the Astros win three to two uh, in game five. Um, and then so we go to game six, Mike. And close out game for the Astros. Close yeah. out game for the Astros. So they had the off day Friday. So this is. This is Saturday night and, you know, the place is just amped and, uh, and, and Valdez is pitching again and he's just been, you know, we talked about it earlier. He's just been amazing. Uh, so, you know, the Astros have to feel very confident. I think going in there, they're at home. Sure. Uh, their other world series in 2017, they clinched on the road. Uh, so they get a chance if they do, win one of these two games to clinch at home in front of their fans, which I mean, every team, every 
kid, every player that ever grows up wants to have that big moment in front of mm-hmm. the home fans. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Astros just haven't had that from a world series perspective. So you have all of that going on. And then, um, you know, Wheeler and, and Valdez just lock in a pitcher's duel. Yeah. Um, tremendous, you know, and it's, it's scoreless Wheeler, you know, is dealing, um, Valdez is dealing as well. Uh, and you get to right the, the sixth inning with Schwaba and he just about Kyle Schwaba. Yeah. And he just comes up and crushes one off of Valdez, um, solo shot. So it's one to nothing. And, uh, now I, you know, I, I was thinking, geez, you'd like to see them get more runs, but Wheeler's pitching. It's one, nothing. You have a lead in game six. You want to be ahead in these games, uh, when you absolutely need that win. Um, and so they get into the sixth. you know, Wheeler. Oh my gosh. He freaking walks Maldonado. Yeah. The catcher, wait a minute. He doesn't really walk him. Okay. Uh, this is the guy that, and they showed this, how earlier in the game, he was more in the middle of the batter's box. And in this at bat, he's he's almost standing on top of the plate. Um, oh, right. And ball comes in. Yep. I really thought it, he does not make an attempt to move. No. Um and you're supposed to do that. This is this happened earlier in the series, right? And it was Maldonado as well, I believe. That's right. Um, and I had the great uh, mic'd up umpire that says, "No, you didn't get out of the bleeping way." Yeah. You know, stay right here. Yeah, yeah. And I really, I really felt that he didn't move. Um, that would have been a tough call. It I mean, would have been a tough you're right. call. Yeah, um, that's tough. the the announcers yeah. were saying, oh, he 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 moved his arm. I, I really didn't think he moved his arm very much yeah. at all. You see where he's like standing on top of the plate. And, then, you know, the announcers would say that. But then at the same thing, I said, well, they're just he's just daring him to throw the ball inside. And mm-hmm. OK, so I, that was a big moment in the game uh, sure. because Maldonado gets on, uh, flips the lineup back over. Um you know, Altuve comes up and and gets a hit, and you know now things are starting to roll. And this is where I really just thought, um, this was getting ugly. Oh no, um, Altuve, Fielder's, Altuve Fielder's on, choice, right? Right. So, so Maldonado's, Maldonado's out, out at second. Right. Right. Oh, Altuve is at first. Altuve is at first. Pena comes up and hits a single. Yep. Um, and uh, Altuve goes to third. Right. And so it's first and third. One out. And you've got Alvarez coming up. And I, I mean, I had texted. I had texted you like you, you, you don't pitch to him here. You, you, you just you don't. Right. I don't care that like. His numbers you pitch are really... around. You don't have to intentional walk, but you certainly, if he hits the ball, it's got to be a ground ball double play. That's yeah. the only pitch you can throw. Yeah. And, you know, he had struck out once in the game already uh, right. against Wheeler. Um, the the hit by Pena was not a, was not like a slug. This was like the up the middle, not quite a 2200 hopper, but 
um it, you know it wasn't scalded right right um so and so Rob, remember Rob Thompson, also yeah go ahead jose alvarado came in to release wheeler so this is alvarado yes. versus jordan alvarez the yep. carlos delgado lookalike yeah no and and this was this was where i was like i can't believe they took wheeler out right um and biggest know, moment of the season and your best, aces your, out there dealing you gotta go right yep 70 it's, only have thrown 70 pitches right. again he's your best pitcher so they bring alvarado in you know and, and, and he just i mean he just grooves one he just right. you know the ball doesn't move. It doesn't, you know, doesn't cut or any of that is basically a fastball right down the middle. And Alvarez just absolutely hammers the ball 450 Ugh. feet dead center. I mean, you can't really, you can't hit a ball harder than he hit it where right. he hit it from, from being a left-handed batter uh, just absolutely crushes it. Three run home run. All of the moment, momentum is gone. You know, now you've got Wheeler oh, it's a funeral gone. for the Phillies now. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. And, then- and Dave, the, the most frustrating, I've frustrated I've ever been from a non-Yankee player. Mm-hmm. Kyle Schwarber comes up in the top of the ace with two outs. He's got two strikes on him, and they're down four to one in Game Six of the World Series. He needs to. They need base runners desperately, or a spark. Hit a rocket, a double off the wall. Mm-hmm. No, he decides to bunt with two outs, pops it back, and he's out to end the inning. It's Kyle Schwarber. I could see if it was Brandon Marsh doing that, right? You know, or, or the rookie there, Scott. Somebody trying to make something happen and trick him. But even yeah. then, that's a terrible play. Even if it's them doing it with with yeah. two outs and two strikes. Uh, to pop out a bunt, I, 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 I'm still aggravated by it, and I'm not a Phillies fan, but it, yeah. it, as a baseball person, that is just uh, – maybe he watched Major League the night before and saw, you know, Dorn run – or whoever run the, uh, run the yeah, bunt the, out. The for catcher, the run. yeah. Yeah, Willie Mays Hayes round in third, but yep. that wasn't I told you I wasn't going to slide. <laughs> very nice very nice uh, uh, but um, yeah yeah um it's a real head scratcher uh you know you you get desperate at moments there but sure that's that's not the moment for that um and so yeah you you, you know you end up with you know alvarado gives up the you know two more runs and you know, and that's that's all she wrote. Valdez goes six innings, just gives up two hits and the the one home run to Schwaba and nine strikeouts, two walks. Mm-hmm. And then they just Neris, Abreu, and Presley. You know, I was it, it was interesting to me. Um, so they select uh, the rookie Pena as the MVP of the series. And now look, he hit four hundred, a home sure. run, three RBIs. Uh, you really, really could have made, I think, better arguments for Valdez, mm-hmm. um, or even Ryan Presley. I mean, I was gonna, say, I would even take a poo-poo platter of the of the relievers. Those last three you just named. I mean, they yeah. dominated the series. You know, yeah. 
but Presley but ends right. up, you know, six saves in the postseason. Right. Um, I, I don't. I mean, his ERA is zero. Right. Uh, Mariano won was, an MVP. You know, closing out games like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just interesting. Um, I'm not saying Ryan Posey is Mariano Rivera. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. No. Please. Just, please. No. no. But I'm um, saying. World Series MVPs have been won by closers. Yes. Opinion. Yep. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. I think you had lots of different options. Um, and, you know, the Phillies, uh, look, it's a great story. Uh, you know, a great run all the way to the World Series. You know, they're, they're two wins away from a World Series title and a two, two games to one lead with two more games at home. Uh you know that the the title it was in front of them. You know they they had it done was. everything they needed to do up till that point. Um, right. But then I think what you know if you if you're not picking up what we're putting down here uh, on Think Tank Sports is the Astros are immensely talented uh, and in the biggest of moments knew exactly what they needed to do. Um, they've been there. They've done that. And and you had this kind of you know, workmanlike, you know, work ethic so that, that, that got them, you know, to win the last three games. So that brings forward uh, a question that's being bantered around this week. Um, so I'll ask you, is this a dynasty now for the Houston Astros? One in 17, uh, two and two in the World Series during that, you know, this time span, uh, 13 and 13 in World Series games, if that matters to you at all. Is two titles in six years enough? Um, no. And the I said, and I time we see that was the Cardinals in 06 and 11. We don't think of them as a dynasty, right? No, no. A good, a good era for that sure. organization. No. Um, I, part of this is probably some of my Yankee bias, but that, that 17 title is, is not, doesn't hold anything for me uh were they if they were to win another world series title in the next two to three years then i think you have to say that uh i don't think you can because it's tainted um so all the, all the way around series wasn't tainted would the six years matter do you get credit for losing in the world series no. And I know I'm if they, a if, Buffalo right. Bills fan who lost right. four Super Bowls. So. Yeah. No, I mean, if, they, if, if, they, if they don't cheat in 2017 and it's two titles in six years and they go to the six straight LCSs. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, you look at look at Atlanta. I mean, they right. won what fifth the Braves in the, the 90s. What they won, like 15 division titles in a row. Right. Um, multiple and one World Series and one World Series. Right. Um and that was so as, we think as, of that as a, a dominant era of pitching, but we don't call them a dynasty, right? Right, right. Okay. So I, I think, in my mind, they have more to do. You cannot get away from the 2017. You just can't, from my perspective. Um, unfortunately, they got a nice situation. They probably have 30, 32 players that they could have packed into that 26 player roster. Uh, active roster mm -hmm. uh, they seem to always pull these guys out of nowhere that throw 100 miles an hour with crazy movement out of the bullpen and you know just studs after studs coming up to replace 
you know, high price free agents as they walk mm-hmm. out the door. So uh, I think this Astro team is going to be around a while. I don't know about Dusty Baker, though, Dave. What do you think about him uh, and his longevity? I've I've looked today, too. I didn't see anything either way. Um, I, he him. he told uh, MLB.com today that they're working on a contract extension uh, oh, for him to come back oh, for another oh, year. And um, th- there's a news conference scheduled for tomorrow. Uh, all right. Um, well, yeah. you, so he's coming back. It, it's very, yeah, it's very likely that he's going to come back. Um, the Astros, you know, 73 I, years old. Yeah. So how long do you give him a contract for? Uh, Five years? No, no. They were saying they were going to do an extension for one more season. Oh, okay. One okay. more season. That I can see. Yeah. Um, and the Astros in a really good spot now. I you can't. I don't think you can expect um, Justin Verlander to come back at age forty and be eighteen and four um, with an ERA under two uh, next year. I, I just I think that's asking a lot. Um, but beyond that, the bullpen is solid. The rest of the starters are solid. Um, you know, yeah. they, they probably need another hitter uh, or two, you know, somebody can get on base a little bit more. But I mean, you're talking about a team that won 106 we'll games like we're, you know, we're really nitpicking here. This this is right. They're going to be the clear favorites, I would think, um, you know, and then there's going to be a lot of a lot of head scratching with the Dodgers uh, and, you know. I mean, yep. they have an incredible lineup, but you know, they've had an opportunity to stamp a dynasty and they have fallen on their faces. Um, the Mets you see today that Jacob deGrom, you know, opts out of his contract. And so he's going to be uh, a free agent, pinstripes, yeah. you know? So, I mean, you think about the Mets and so I think, you know, yeah. there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pieces that are going on uh with some of these teams but with the astros i mean they've 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 got everybody there they bring dusty back Uh, they'd have to be the clear favorite i would think i agree i mean they're just going to be uh until someone can go in there and and knock them out someone can clean their clock and, and um and i'm afraid it's going to be several years until that happens uh for the phillies you know they they need a shortstop desperately, and you're gonna you have some options. You know, uh, Turner from the Dodgers is a tremendous player. Uh, Correa's out there. Uh, Danby Swanson. Uh, yeah, seems how to crazy be is that? That Correa leaves. I'm not surprised. And ever. and and one year, and then he opts out. Yeah, he was never going to be a Minnesota Twin. He was just looking to transition to try to make this big contract this year you know yeah um, i guess so harper's elbow is an issue you know you remember he didn't play defense um most of the second half because yeah i think like since june right he was pretty right. much and then uh you know the two of their oldest players on the roster nola uh as far as longevity with the team nola and reese hoskins are are, are both um their longest tenure players, they're a year away from free agency. They're kind of dormant. So if you're going to get something for them, this is the year to do it. Do you re-sign them? Do you extend them? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think they might move on from Reese Hoskins just because they don't want to pay him 
That's the back yeah. end of his career, uh, even though he's been a heck of a Philadelphia Philly. Um, Aaron Nola is the kind of pitcher that doesn't come around every day. So I, I, I would re-sign him personally, yeah. but I don't know what their salary cap thing is. So, you know, Philly's got, you know, the potential to come back and, and you know, make another run at it. But I think that National League in particular, you already hit on the Mets and the Dodgers and the Braves. You know, there's a lot of teams that are, are going to be um, – we didn't see Philly coming out of nowhere like this. Uh, nobody did. And if they told you they did, they're lying to you or yeah. they're a, yeah. a delusional Philly fan. But um, I think Dave, where do you think this world series stands? You know, as far as like maybe the most recent world series is, you know, is it something that you thought was super entertaining or is it kind of like, it happened and we probably won't talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's more of that. Uh, I think you, you look at what happens after this, you know, Even with does, the no hitter. yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. again, I think, you know, the no hitter, it's nice, but it wasn't one pitcher. I think, yep. you know, what comes out of this is, is this the coming out party for Pena? Um, you know, you think about a, a Rosarena's, you know, incredible playoff run, a few right. years ago and, and how that jump started, you know, his career. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, those are the things that I think it really, that comes out of that. I, I don't think right. it's you had be... a bunch of teams recently, you know, the Cubs finally went at 16, the nationals win one, you know, there, there's been some great, great stories and great things that happened mm -hmm. recently. I think this was a very, if you're a pure baseball fan, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know that it captured the country or the casual fans' interest at all, um, and that's just some years. It's like that, you know. You can't always have the Dodgers and the Yankees, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and don't forget, baseball is going to look a lot different next year, Dave, without the shift uh, with the, the bigger pitch clock, bases, the pitch bigger clock. bases. You know, we don't really know what we're in for. Uh, no. How much is that shift going to change everything? <laughs> I <Shit>. think it's <laughs> I think it's going to be a big difference. Oh, um, I, I think it's a huge and you're gonna see different difference. teams. I think teams like Seattle who make solid contact up and down the lineup are really gonna, you know, explode. Uh and unfortunately teams like the Yankees that rely on the long ball, uh, you know, they're gonna be rendered, you know, more on a more even playing field because their power isn't necessarily gonna outdo what, you know. Uh, a traditional hit and run type baseball team can do. Yeah, so. but I, you know, I think you know when you think about the Yankees too, though the so many of the and they even said it during the season. You look at you know, um, oh my gosh, we just talked about An Anthony Rizzo. Um, uh, you know, he hit two, he hit two twenty four. And there were definitely times during the season, oh, yeah. you know, where the announcers would say, "Next year, that's a hit." You know, and you're going to see you're going to see the overall batting averages team wise are going to go up. You're going to see way more stolen bases, uh, a lot more contact. You may see you may see some bad defense, too, because oh, sure, you're um, there's going to be a lot more balls hit. Uh, and, you know, I mean, there's still gonna be a lot of, gonna be a lot of strikeouts. Right, right. Right. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a couple more errors. Just. Okay. Just because okay. it's just going to be a lot of a lot more balls that actually get hit. I don't know about you, 
my sensibilities are still when there's a ball hit up the middle that gets past the pitcher, I go, oh, hit. I even say it out loud. Yep. That's a hit. And, you know, for the last 10 years, it really hasn't been, you know, no. because they've had, you know, the third baseman standing on top of second base or whatever. So, yeah, it has uh, to be a real rocket to get through there right. quickly. Whereas I just the rest picture of the someone times, like DJ yeah. LeMayhew and Gleyber Torres and those guys that are, you know, making solid contact and, you know, Cabrera and, 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 and you know, Oswaldo, the other guy, Pereira. Yeah. Well, those guys are going to, you know, get more hits, like you're mm-hmm. saying, and, and their speed and their athleticism. That's why I want the Yankees to bring back Ben Attendee, too. You know, I, I'd rather have him than, yeah. you know, a Joe Gallo type oaf in the outfit. But yeah. this I, was not a Yankees podcast, David. I don't know why you keep talking about it. <laughs> it's, it's because you have your Yankees shirt on. Well, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, you know, that's where our, that's where our commonality comes in, sure. um, of course. But um oh, yeah, it, baseball is SAT going. Words, yeah, yep. Baseball Sorry. is going to look very different uh, in 2023, um, and it's been you know it's been an exciting season. Uh, there were some good playoff games. Uh, I don't think we got enough like memorable playoff games. Uh, you know, we had the the first time three game series. Uh, now that's over. Early real quick, are you still? I mean, you were fired up when the when the yeah. wild card games are about to start. Are you still pro this? Oh yeah. Um, oh, okay. definitely, definitely. Um, I I think it's important to give you know the teams that do good in the regular season. There's a reward there because they can get the buy uh, in the pass in that round. Um, and I lo- I just love it. I just I really thought there would be some better games, and we didn't necessarily see as many as I thought we were going to. But I, yeah, I'm okay. all for it. Uh, I think it's great. Um, and we'll see how that factors in uh, to the new season in 2023. The Yankees will look very different. Uh, lots of free agents, lots of, there's going to be, it's going to be a very interesting off season. Like it always is. Mike mentioned a lot of the shortstops that are going to be out there. You're going to see some big names go different places and, and flip the script on teams uh, in both, in both leagues. So uh yep. We'll be paying attention to that here at Think Tank Sports. We appreciate you, our tens of fans, oh, as always, and uh, listen to okay. us and uh, comment. Watch us, actually. Attention. Yes, with the glasses on if you need. <laughs> uh, watch us on YouTube. Listen to us on Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media, and uh, we'll be on top of it. We'll be continuing to put out content, as always, and uh, we hope you enjoy what we do here at Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen as we strive for five.